rather, as to why students at institutions of higher education are protesting today. This is despite his announcement yesterday that over 70% of students will be relieved from fee increases next year. Earlier, VIT students had broken through one of the gates at the university's Bromfontein campus and made their way to the Parktown Medical and Education campuses. Police fired tear gas to try to disperse the crowd, but the attempts had been unsuccessful. For more on this, we're joined on the line by our reporter, Wasani Makubele. Wasani, thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dashan. So tell us where you are and, and what's taking place there, Wasani. Uh, Dashan, I'm currently at the medical, uh, at the education campus. Uh, this is where the students had gathered. Uh, you'll remember that uh, the, 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 the wet lashes with the police at the main campus at that university this morning and also at the medical um, campus, uh, police allegedly fired rubber bullets and sun grenades to disperse the crowd. Uh, afterwards, they marched and gathered here. They had just been meeting here, and they have now decided to move to the Hillbrook State Police Station uh, to attempt to, to secure the release of those who have been arrested. I've heard some of the students say they were peacefully protesting this morning outside Wits University gates from around 5, 5.30 this morning, and they allege that the police were heavy-handed in dealing with them. W- Wasani, what did you see? Well, uh, at the Vets University, uh, my colleague session was there that, uh, in the morning. But uh, I have seen visuals myself of uh, police, uh, you know, manhandling some of the students. But here at the, the, the medical, medical, at the medical campus, uh, we also had an official who did not want to be named, uh, an official who was with Vets University, uh, saying that the students were just protesting peacefully. They, they were not causing any problems, and the police unnecessarily used brute force when they used stun grenades and rubber bullets to disperse them, uh, confirming what the students have been saying, that police have been heavy-handed in dealing with them. So uh, is there a large police presence, security presence right now on the campus? Well, at the moment, uh, because we are moving from the education campus, I do not even see a single police officer. But when they were still marching around the campuses before they gathered here, there, there, there was a very strong police presence uh, monitoring the movement of the students and also uh, making sure that things don't get out of hand. Uh, and outside the gate, one of the main gates here at the education campus, uh, police officers were stationed there uh, ready for whatever might happen. There were reports that around 20 students were arrested this morning. Wasani, any update on those students? Have they been released? What we know for, for now is that they are going to be released in warning, but uh, we are moving to the Hillbrook Police Station now. Uh, the group is marching there as we speak to try to secure the release of those students. But uh, the students are also worried about the police. Uh, you know, they even requested the media to, to, to lead them to be in front because they fear uh, uh, um, to, to, to be dealt with harshly by police officers as they allege that police have been heavy-handed. So even now, there's they were pleading with the media to say, can you please be in front so that when we come across um, the police officers, uh, we don't come under attack unnecessarily. Wissani Makubele, thanks for joining us, our reporter at the Wits University Education and Medical Campus. That's in Parktown. Uh, and the Wits SRC spokesperson, Fasia Hassan, has been saying that several thousand Wits University students are gathering there right now. They're not going to be deterred. They say they've been met with police brutality. They've been, issued, they've been, uh, been attacked with st- 
stun grenades and tear gas, and they're saying they're remaining undeterred this afternoon. Well, let's cross now to the University of Cape Town, where students have blocked various entrances at the institution. UCT's Progressive Youth Alliance spokesperson is on the line to us, Loazi Somia. Thanks for joining us, Loazi. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. So what is your position on the minister's announcement yesterday? Um, so first and foremost, uh, the minister has uh, passed the buck towards institutions of higher education and has not fully dealt with issues such as institutional autonomy in order for us to fully comprehensively deal with uh, the issues pertaining to fees and institutions victimizing students. Here at UCT, what we're currently doing is that we're protesting for the, for the university's brash expulsion of students, um, especially of who are partaking in protests. Secondly, uh, the mere fact that the, the university itself continues to victimize students uh, due to their militarized uh, response towards student protest. And the third thing is the issue of fees. Um, on average, for the past five years, the university has increased fees uh, by about 10 to 11 percent, and which, which we find highly problematic, especially now the vice chancellor to increase fees by a further 8% in line with the minister's recommendation. But even, 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 even if one is on NSFAS, that's still a debt that one has to incur. That's what we find problematic with the minister's um, 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 response yesterday. So the, the minister said there would be no fee increase for the missing middle, families that earn under 600,000 rand, and for those on NSFAS uh, with a family income of about 120,000 rand. What would you like to see done for those students, Lwazi? Would you like to see no fees at all for them? So, so, so the, the, the problem is that the assumption that NSFAS and, 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 and the loans granted to those ones who are part of the missing middle are, are, are not necessarily are, are bursaries or scholarships, which they are not. Uh, students who are falling to debt because of NSFAS, uh, people, um, even if they go into the, in, in, into the working world, they're stuck with hundreds and thousands of rands worth of debt, especially with institutions who are expensive at the, at the University of Cape Town. So the, the problem here is that we, 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 it, this, this is just stored debt that the, the minister and, and the university is, is putting students under. It's not necessarily um, a no-fee increase. These students are still going to pay for the, for, the, for the amount of money that the, the university is going up by. So will, will you unblock the various entrances at the institution should the minister get, uh, allow for these kind of changes? The, 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 the minister, the, here, here's our issue. The, the minister now needs to make fundamental change uh, within the higher education uh, model. Currently, the, the, the fees commission that the president has set up uh, is, 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 a, is a body that's currently looking at modalities of implementing fee structures, not necessarily looking at feasibility of free education at all. Or, or in fact, feasibility of free education shouldn't be even debate. It should be looking at um, how do we implement free education. Currently, it's looking at modalities of fee structures, which, which, which is, are, are not even in our agenda as students. The agenda that the ANC policies has provided is a provision for free education for the poor, and that's what we seek to achieve. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Loazi Somia is at UCT, where he's uh, the spokesperson for the Progressive Youth Alliance, the PYA. 
Now let's move across uh, to the Nelson Mandela Metropolitan University in Pretoria, in Port Elizabeth, where students there have embarked on a peaceful protest as part of a national shutdown of universities today, while academic activities at Fort Hare University remain suspended today. Our reporter on the line to us with more on this is Abisi Nina. Thanks for joining us, Abisi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jason. So let's start with NMMU. What's happening there? Well, since uh, half past four this morning, it has been a total shutdown. The students have barricaded the roads uh, that are leading to the university, the main campus here at Summerstrand with, uh, with burning tires and also temperatures. Uh, currently, they just concluded the mass gathering meeting um, where they were discussing the way forward. But now, um, what they have done, they, they've decided that uh, they need to meet with the management tomorrow as some of the students, they are not here on campus today after receiving SMSs uh, telling them to stay away from campus. So they are saying that it would be better to make an informed decision tomorrow when the rest of the students are on campus. Mm. If we can move across to the Fort Hare University, are you aware of what's happening there, MBC? Well, uh, at Fort University, Rhodes University, and also Wadasusulu University, um, the students have not had a match, and uh, they, they have not had um, a mass gathering to decide a way forward. A way forward. But at, uh, at Fort University, um, the the um, the, the academic uh, um, the, um, activities have been suspended for today. Um, the student apparently they have a problem with security on that campus, but they have also given the management for eight hours um, to decide whether um, by how much percentage uh, they are going to increase the fees. But most of the students in these campuses that I've mentioned, including the Nelson Mandela Metropolitan University here in Nelson Mandela Bay, what they are saying, they are saying that even if uh, the minister is saying that it will be zero percent increase for those students that um, are benefiting from NSPAS. Most of the students, they are still struggling currently. For instance, if you are saying that a student must pay this year uh, 40000 for fees, some of those students, they, they can't afford that 40000 because if you are saying that the fees will remain the same, that means that uh, nothing will change those students. They will continue struggling. They are saying um, they are dealing with one place that uh, they want the fees, uh, they want free quality education in all the institutions. Thanks for joining us, our reporter in Port Elizabeth this afternoon. At the University of Pretoria, student bodies are meeting. This after students call for the closure of the institution following Bladen Zamande's announcement. The EFF Students Command member, Cabello Matlongwamgwane, has conceded that they're divided over the issue. So we invited the EFF Student Command's University of Pretoria spokesperson, Naledi Chirwa, to join us. Naledi, thanks for your time. Good afternoon. Uh, Naledi, hi, can you hear us? Hi, Naledi, can you hear us? Yes. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, In a statement, you you call for a total shutdown of universities. Why is that? We want to be education. And just for a small correction, I'm not a spokesperson of the University of Pretoria. I'm the spokesperson of the National ESS Students Command. Okay, so you want free education for who, Naledi? For everyone, one free education for all until the first degree. That is the principle of the EFF Students Command. Does that include the rich? I mean, there are students that if we listen to, for example, Professor Adam Habib, the vice chancellor of Wits University, he says one in four students at his institution come from families who earn over a million rand as a household income. Is the EFF's vision really to fund students from families that earn more than a million rand? 
We want free education for everyone because the state is capable of giving us free education for everyone. And this thing of separating people with class and all of those things is going to perpetuate this thing of having uh, universities that are neglected because the students there are poor and having uh, universities that are prioritized because the students there are rich, which is the current situation because the separation comes between there where rich students go to a certain place and poor go to a certain place. And the quality is not the same. When you are saying open all doors for everyone at all times, that is, that is the fundamental basis of our argument when we say you want free education for all. And we've been, we've been saying this thing over and over again. I don't think now it's the time to debate uh, what you want. You guys know we've postponed this struggle for a long time. It's been a year and it's been overdue. We want free education for everyone, for all of us. Why should the poor have to pay for free education for the rich? I mean, if you consider the fact that taxpayers come from all walks of life, pay tax to the South African government, why should that money be funding rich students, rich families to send their students and their kids to university? No, we are not saying poor people should fund education. Our stance is nationalized mines and other strategic economic sectors. And that money will fund free education. We are more than capable as a country to fund our own education. But because our minds are privatized and owned by a few elite whites and, 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 and black people who are part of the elite, then we can't access those things. We can't access our resources. Nobody owns gold. Nobody owns our natural resources. Why is it that it should be owned in the pockets of a few people when they should actually belong to the people of South Africa? So why that should... Why, so, Naledi... Naledi... So why should the children of those elite, the, the children of the elite who, who own those mines, why should they get free education? When those mines are nationalized, then they won't own the mines anymore. So you can't say those mines owned by them. Yes, they are owned by them, but we don't want them to be owned by them. The country, the people, must own the natural resources. That must fund our free education. What is so hard to grasp this concept? Do you think the students are united in this position? Do they all stand behind you, Naledi? The students do stand behind us. It's just the universities have found a way to victimize students in the past, and they continue to do so. So students submarine because of fear. But when we are on the ground speaking to them, they are in favor of what we are doing. It's just task at the moment in the race of Victoria who's against the struggle because they say that uh, what Blade said is fine. They accept the result of what he said. And they don't, they don't see the reason for the strike. Naledi Chirat, thanks for joining us. We are not discussing increments anymore. That discussion was long done with. We're even starting with that one, but we were we are stopped because of that conversation. We want free education. Naledi, thanks for joining us. Naledi Chirwa uh, from the EFF National Students Command. We're now on the line to UKZN's Howard College SRC Deputy President, Sunshine Mjende. Sunshine, thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? We're doing very well. How are things on your campus today, Sunshine? Uh, at Howard College, there is no protest. Uh, we've gone back to the students. 
we're having a meeting with uh, students to give back, to give them the feedback from the meeting that we had and turn the way forward on what's supposed to happen. What are students at UKZN fighting for? Is it free education for all? Do they want free education for the poor? Or, or do they agree with what the minister announced yesterday, a, a no-fee increase for, for the poor mm-hmm. and the missing middle? I think the issue here is that uh, when you when you come to UKZN, we had a protest for about four weeks back when we were calling for no fee increment. So now the issue is that uh, students, and we also have our own issues, like the issue of residence and safety around campus. So the national issues and university-based issues. So a majority of the issues here that we're fighting for as, 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 as students, the campus, the university-based issues, like the issue of us being in the EMC, part of those issues that we're fighting for as students. But on the issue of free increment, our stance has been that a student leadership are going back to our constituency. Our constituency is the one that is going to report back to us what they want for it to happen. But at the moment, we're still consulting with our students. How, how, how long could that take, Sunshine? Uh, right now, we're going to an SRC meeting. Then from there, we're going to consult with our students uh, afterwards. If you can... If you can get back to me at a later stage, we'll never be able to give a full report on that. But now we're still consulting with our students to hear different perspectives. Because from my, from my own view, what mm-hmm. the minister has done, he has divided the, the student, the student publishes population in a certain manner that those that can afford, they require to pay, and those that cannot afford, the government is going to pay for them. So it's a division and a struggle. Mm-hmm. The final stance in terms of free education, I say that free education must be for everyone. And that, in that aspect, what I say is that if you look at the basic education, the way it's, it's functioning, we find that the main paying schools have poor infrastructure and poor resources, while the paying schools have got everything going uh, wrong. So Sunshine. It's, 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 Sunshine Mnyande, thank you very much for joining us. Unfortunately, her line breaking up a little bit towards the end there. Uh, UKZN's Howard College SRC Deputy President Sunshine Mnyande, she says uh, they're still waiting for a mandate from the students to decide the way forward. But as you heard there, she's alleging that the minister really tried to divide the students yesterday, dividing the poor and the rich students in order to conquer in this issue of free education in South Africa. Well, what's your position on that? 34701 at SAFM Midday Live. You find me at Darshan Mudley. Okay.